Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Well, This Sucks. Our Everybody knows this already, but it's our podcast that follows our wonderful friend Danielle's fight against breast cancer. And she's doing great. I'm Heather. I'm Danielle. I'm Tana. And we have an awesome guest with us today. Dun, dun, hi. It's Eric. Hey, guys. How's it going? Thank you so much for having me on. Thanks yeah, for thanks. being here. Thank you so much. Coming from Agora Hills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the way from Agora <laughs> Hills. We so just deep. learned where that is. Yeah. <laughs> I think I knew where that is. Oh, right. Sounds there. fancy. <laughs> yeah, it does. So fancy. It does sound fancy. Isn't that like a kind of sweater? Angora. Angora. Okay. Angora. Yes, that's how. That's exactly what I think of. Though. Yeah, I'm like it's yeah. a it's a plush sweater place. Like you know, yeah. I don't know. Mm. cashmere, cashmere everywhere. I feel less imaginative because I just imagined hills. <laughs> well, because it said hills, hills so learned. literal. Are you hills made of the sweaters. Yeah, cashmere hills. Cashmere right? hills. I don't know. Now, now we're calling it cashmere hills. You live in cashmere hills now. <laughs> that's right. You're welcome. Um, yeah, and. Eric actually reached out to us uh, through Instagram That's right. um, because his son is also battling cancer um, That's right. and he is doing us the privilege of coming on to share his story and there's a GoFundMe page which we'll get to that again but yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> totally. No. Yeah. Now. Thank you so much uh, for having me on. Yeah. Noah. Uh, my son's name is Noah. Mm-hmm. He was um, on September 16th uh, diagnosed with stage four neuroblastoma, yeah. um, which is, you know, kind of a nightmare, you know, for anyone that, you know, has a child um, is kind of a that kind of unknown dark space you keep locked away in your mind when you have a baby thinking you know, that could never happen to me or anyone I know. And especially, you know, not someone so close to you, especially like your son. And um, it was actually unbelievable if I could take it back a little, like about a couple weeks before September uh, 16th, when he was actually diagnosed. Um, he had just developed, his, I mean, early signs where he was just developing like a, like an early, like a limp, like a little bit of a limp. Yeah. And if anyone, you know, out there, you know, who has kids, your kids limp, they, you know, little things happen here and there oh, yeah. and it's never a big deal. You're just kind of yeah. like, you know, you kind of, uh, adapt like almost like a tough, a tough love mentality of kind of just being like, especially with boys, you're like, oh, it's all right. Keep playing. It's rough you're housing. Good. That's right. Yeah. And that's how boys are. They're just, they're just rough. They just play rough. So, um, my wife, it had gone on for about a week and my wife, uh, you know, was kind of getting worried. So she took him to the doctor just to see what was going on. And the doctors, the first visit basically said, oh, don't worry. He probably, you know, has a sprained ankle. Oh, wow. So we were like, oh, okay, you know, um, that makes sense. Yeah. And then we were like, problem solved, sprained ankle. <laughs> and, um, Sorry, and, and he was three? He's, he's two. two. He's two. Oh, he turned two on August 31st. And this is like, this is oh, like, my. you know, two, a couple weeks before we had found out before he was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he like literally just turned two. And right after that, I remember he had gotten sick and then he had come down with the limp like very soon after mm-hmm. that. And, um, and we were just, 
obviously not thinking it was cancer. Yeah, no, of course not. <laughs> you know, doesn't go there. You just, yeah. you just, like I said, like everybody knows, like cancer is like that. It's like Voldemort in Harry Potter. Yeah. You just like don't want to. You just, it's the scary word that no one wants mm-hmm. to talk about it's because it true. makes them go to a place of fear. Yeah, you're instantly transported to a place of fear, even mm-hmm. on, upon contact or hearing the word cancer. You get to a, you close off a little bit and you get scared. Mm-hmm. And I think that's most of the public that hasn't dealt with it you know they, they come from a place of fear yeah no that's totally right yeah. i mean even on yeah when, when we, were, we were recording and talking about danielle's experience even we as close friends to each other have trouble saying cancer right like yeah, like that, right now that's that's yeah. just how it you is know? that's just how it is it's hard it's how I it can't is. even imagine it's, yeah yeah you don't want to believe it yeah is it cancer it is like this this alien that's taking over your planet or something <laughs> something that we don't know i mean we know there's cancer research and everything but to an extent to at least the side of having a cure because it doesn't necessarily yeah. exist right now not so much as like to vanish it completely yeah so in that sense it's like an alien like you don't really understand it fully and it's just something that kid get out of control and you just feel like you're it's like a movie yeah. you're just like this can't be real this yeah. can't be like a real thing right that, like we so as society different. can't control that's right yeah, yeah it, it, it it's hard to control a narrative that's just so frightening that the public yeah. that just wants to be happy and in their own lives and everyone's just striving to live that kind of carefree mm-hmm. just kind of life you know and when you get in that zone the last thing you want to think about is cancer yeah. i mean you're just not thinking that's going to be part of your plan yeah. because you know as humans like we just want to plan yeah yeah like we plan for the future mm-hmm. like I, I i used to just think I, even like a couple months ago just plans of just like things you trips you want to take things you can buy if you continue working the way you're, you know things that you know mm-hmm material wealth you know things that you you're constantly kind of those are the kind of things you're more focused on how can i afford to take my family on this next trip how can i do this and i i, I you, yeah. you start all these plans and then cancer is not it's not, not a part of any human <laughs> yeah. being's plan they're not yeah. like okay cancer you know like they're not taking that into account when yeah. they're living their everyday lives yeah, yeah. that's a good point because we have so many other factors yeah. to worry about yeah um a million things and it's yeah you just want your health yeah that's all we could ask for. yeah yeah totally so um so you, you went to the doctor yeah. and they told you maybe sprayed ankle so you kind of waited that out yeah so we went on for about another week on that diagnosis where we were like oh sprained ankle you know and then we noticed he was just like if you ever meet Noah, which I, I hope you guys do one day, oh, I mean, he's, he's like... He's, I was kind of hoping he was going to... I, I, I really wanted to bring uh, him, but he fell asleep, and yeah. like his sleep right now, like if he sleeps... It's, it's just, sure. Yeah, I used to, I, if he was asleep before, I'd wake him up. Come on, dude, like, let's go, mm-hmm. you know? But now it's like when he's yeah. sleeping, I'm like, I leave yeah. him alone. And your yeah. wife is at home with him? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, your, sorry, your wife's name? Maria. Maria. Yeah, and she's just like a rock star, like oh. warrior. How yeah. long have you been married? Um, About three years now wow yeah i got married young and I'll, i was gonna ask how, well, how old are you? do you mind if we <laughs> I, how old are you just turned 28 oh, oh wow oh, okay. man. Yeah. baby no yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I definitely I got married young, and she was driving that, you know, that uh, the car. You know, I was just kind of like the passenger. That's just the, that's just the kind of person she is. She just like is like a very driven person, mm-hmm. and so. Um, yeah i mean even when it came down to having like when she got pregnant which was not planned Mm -hmm. um and it was still like we it still became like the best thing that ever happened to us you know she's just like that kind of person Mm -hmm. and and that kind of energy is this is the kind of energy we have at at our house (laughs) you know it was just like a very just like super we make sure it's like just a cocoon of positivity you know which is what which is you know which is what kind of blew us away even more because i think most people know um when someone close to them or like a kid or if they get cancer they immediately from what i've you know just anecdotal but from people i've talked to and from experience myself i mean the first week i was so so in shock i kept on trying to find reasons why it was my fault and i don't know if you guys have i have heard that but that that's something you know that's really big you know that and it's you you try to find reasons even your mind goes to those places even now like when i'm out of my initial shock like i still try to find reasons like why it was my fault Mm. and it's it everybody knows and the doctors can tell you like it is scientific it is a cell that that is mutated Uh it's it is not your fault it's It's like what could i have done to have not had this happen like what did i do wrong that's right that's Mm -hmm. right but but yeah back to your question so yeah the the um we we took him in we went out about for another week on that diagnosis the sprained ankle thing and then about a week later or it was like actually this was like four days later we were like okay let's get x-rays so we went yeah. and we got they we didn't were, do that when you went no not so you guys decided to get x-rays we decided yeah oh. we were like what, we were like we don't know what's going on but it's not a sprained ankle because it doesn't look I've had a million sprained ankles mm-hmm. you, you get the you get the you know I used to skate my whole life so mm-hmm. like you get the big b- golf ball Swarm. and it's just like sw- he didn't have any sw- I was like this is not right so that's bizarre yeah it was Boy. so bizarre and it was also you know i'll find i'll tell you like later on in the story i'll find you know it's not that i wanted to blame the doctors but it's really not their fault yeah. and that's how i feel right now i'm ready to be blaming them yeah no <laughs> trust me on. we both went there we almost yeah, yeah. we yeah. wanted to yeah. yeah they are on my list yeah they're on my list yes yes but really like it's really not their fault because like cancer is so rare like yeah like in in our world you know like you go to the hospital you see every person on the wing like at LA Children's Care like everyone there is like is fighting something Mm -hmm. that's like fighting to take their life away Mm -hmm. you know and so like it's like that's a normal space where you feel normalized like it's okay to have cancer and you get confidence from that but but the because it's so scary but like the yeah the a pediatrician for that's next to your house Mm -hmm. will not even see a case of cancer their entire career it's that rare yeah. sometimes. Wow. You know what I mean? Noah's cancer is like the cancer that Noah has. Mm-hmm. It's like, I forgot the exact statistic, but it's like a thousand kids a year. Like something so small. He's like, it's the smallest percentage, you know, of mm-hmm. people that, of kids that get stage four neuroblastoma. And so it's not, okay, but you know, the radiologist, let me just go, go on to the radiologist because we got the x-rays. Yeah. And then wow. they didn't see anything. And so this this was troubling to us when we ended up getting diagnosed because four days later after that, this was so they, they said nothing's wrong. We called the doctor again. It's a sprained ankle. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a sprained ankle. It's so we're like okay, it's a sprained ankle. There's nothing broken. Okay. And so we find we were so this was like a week later. We wake up and Noah 
Noah this whole time has been being weird. He's like calling for his mom constantly, like kind of like always constantly needing like attention, which he's mm-hmm. not. He's super independent, like wants to run out the, the back door and hang out in the backyard with our dog and like play in the garden. That's all he wants to do. Mm. And so we're like, this is weird. Something's off. And so we the, the, like about a week later, we woke up and he had a bruising on his stomach. Mm-hmm. And, I, and we were like that. And no, one, we were with him. Mm-hmm. We were with him. We we're like nothing happened. He didn't get hit in the stomach. Yeah. So we were like, that is when we were like, let's take him to the emergency room. I called my mom. My mom's been, she works in a hospital. She's worked in hospitals for like 40 years. She's a physical therapist, but she works with people that are like trying to, you know, rehabilitate from like strokes and stuff like that. So she's just, but she sees a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Sure. Bruising, weird, you know, things that right. you're not used to. Mm-hmm. You know what totally. I mean? Things that are just like weird to, out of the ordinary, you know, from a normal, from your normal life. And so she's like, oh, that looks weird. Yeah. <laughs> even her she's like that doesn't look right yeah. <laughs> and I was like it doesn't feel right mm-hmm. so we took him in and it was like um, about took him in they got the cat we did the cat scan and like they just found this like big mass in his stomach it was like an 11 centimeter mm. tumor inside of his stomach and then so if, if you guys probably know what cancer how cancer works it, it's not gradual it sits dormant until it's ready to just like explode. Mm. So like that day was like the day that the cancer was coming for him. Holy like cow. so it started in the morning, got oh the God. came oh with the God. bruising. So we were like, oh my God, let's get him to the hospital. Within the next two hours, his leg had blown up twice the oh size. Oh my gosh. Because what was happening was the tumor was like pushing up against these uh, veins that uh-huh. run down your spine mm-hmm. so it was and they run mm-hmm. down into your legs and then the venous blood comes back the, the mm-hmm. venous blood is the blood that comes back up from your feet and so it was blocking that blood so his leg had blown up mm-hmm. twice the size mm-hmm. and we're just and then this is just this is a few hours after and then we're like what is happening what is happening and then that's when the doctor from the los robles and agora hills was just like look we think it's cancer we think it's a neuroblastoma tumor that was the moment our whole world stopped because it was just like okay this isn't a joke anymore this isn't a sprained ankle this isn't a you know what i mean (laughs) like it's it's just your whole and then that's when you that's when i just that's when the whole your whole world that word just it stopped everything you know you feel like you were dreaming yeah i mean i just instantly went into shock for sure where you're just kind of like not even in your own body anymore and Mm -hmm. i was i was trying to just like hold it together for maria because she instantly lost it so you know and that's just as a mother i mean she's even she's a couple years younger than me and she's she was just like not okay in that moment Mm -hmm. so i was trying to hold it together for her and it was just like they didn't have anything definitive but we saw the mass Mm -hmm. and then when she came in she had a a a pamphlet of paperwork about this big Mm -hmm. and i was like that's not normal i've been to the emergency room so many times Mm -hmm. in my life from skateboarding from this and that just being an adrenaline junkie when i was younger and so i mean I'd never seen a, someone bring in a pamphlet this thick. I'm yeah. just like, oh God, like this is not normal. And then, so they had this uh, this other doctor, I forgot his name, but he was great. He starts feeling around and, and then he they looked at the CAT scan and there was a, a crack in his, in his uh, femur. So this is why he was limping for right. the month. And we, they, it, this is what was so unbelievable about the other 
people who had done the x-ray yeah. right yeah. I was like, why wouldn't you see the crack? so we're like so we look when when you look really close you can see that the tumor had been eating away at the top <gasps> of his bone and it had been happening oh for a while gosh. so the whole bone That's, like you can was he in pain or is he complaining yeah. he literally the craziest thing is is that he just wasn't complaining about pain in any way he was just limping mm-hmm. he was just like a limp you know and yeah. we were just like wow you know what i mean and we were just like oh he's just everyone kept saying it. he's fine all the do- even the doctors we took him in we were like he's fine he's fine he's fine it was just so so then you know as soon as they saw the, the crack we we're like okay his leg's broken his leg's broken mm-hmm. you know it's the cancer it ate away at, at his leg so we were like okay that's you know so this is all just bad news after bad news yeah. after bad news and then um our main doctor from the from the um from los robles was like i'm gonna get on the phone right now with ucla and the mm-hmm. and la children's hospital and you're and i'm gonna get in on on the phone with your insurance right now yeah so we had been in the ho- we went in at nine o'clock in the morning to the emergency room and this was probably around three o'clock in the afternoon mm. and yeah. And uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just wondering how how was Noah during all he's, these tests he's, and everything? He's losing his mind. Oh my god! He's like the worst you could imagine, like a child being like a happy child. Like he was just screaming because you're just he the in, the this isn't it's not like this forever. But like at the beginning, before they put in your catheter and all that kind of stuff, they're poking you constantly, yeah. all the nurses and stuff. And for a two-year-old, so scary. Yeah. he's he's just like getting poked and poked and he's just saying, ow, screaming, ow, yeah. ow. I mean, just like terrible, like the yeah. last thing a parent wants to mm-hmm. go through. I'm so sorry. And I'm sure like all parents that have gone out there know that feeling you just get in your chest. My, mo- my mom has been on our show and she's always say, she always says like she wishes that she could like take yeah. it on instead of having to have me that's the exact it. feeling mm-hmm. that you have i just yeah. in, that's all you think about as a parent and that's she's exactly right is all you think is like i just wish that they could just do everything to me mm-hmm. and he just wouldn't have to be going through this yeah but there is a little bit of light though in that darkness because throughout that whole process i was trying to find ground myself in something you know because i was so lost like in that moment like you're just my world was spinning out of control and the, the thing the light was actually noah because to see a two-year-old fighting, yeah, mm-hmm. fighting so hard, just I, I I hadn't seen anything like that. I mean, like he's he has he's cancer is attacking him in this moment. Mm. This is before anyone had anything under control, and cancer is attacking him. He's fighting everything. He's fighting the nurses. He's fighting the doctors. He's fighting this. He's fighting that. He's fighting the cancer. Mm. It's just like a fighting yeah. mentality. And when I saw that mentality in him, I was like, I need to stand behind that, and I can't go anywhere else in my mind. Because when you're most of the time, when people have that, that reaction to fear, they try to go to like a happy place in their head where they can just be okay. And and I just didn't want to go there. Mm. I wanted to just stay in that moment and not take any time out of the, the present moment if he was getting a ct can- scan for an hour and he had to sit there i was i was sitting next to him because mm-hmm. and i wasn't going anywhere in my mind because he wasn't allowed to because yeah. he's yeah. sitting there screaming like he's sitting there in this giant machine he's two yeah you know what mm-hmm. i mean like he's two and he's be- having to do things that even a- would make adults feel like uncomfortable mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so yeah so then we they this was like four o'clock in the afternoon and they were like okay we think we can get you to la children's care and as soon as we heard that we were like okay so they transported us the transport didn't get there till about 11 o'clock at night and we got there about midnight so we'd been there since nine in the morning Mm -hmm. we finally get transported to uh, la children's hospital 
and we get admitted to the fourth floor for West LA Children's Hospital, which is inpatient oncology. And it's like, for a kid with cancer, it's like the happiest place you could mm. be and the best care that you mm-hmm. could ever get. That's great. Big shout out to yeah. all of the nurses and everybody on 4 West because, I mean, like it's a blur to me now, but I mean, the, the things that were happening in that time, just a million tests, and I'm sure you're familiar with Beads of Courage. I mean, the, they do this thing called Beads of Courage on 4 West. It's for little, it's for like the little kids at, at there. And so they give you a different color bead and different color, hmm. like whatever, for like every test. Oh, oh my God. And so like you get like a, you get like a white bead for around a chemo and mm-hmm. then like a yellow bead for a CT scan and this and, you know, all these oh, beads. And so he get you some beads. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can get like her ice cream. That's true. <laughs> Those are your beads. That's, we'd, that's after every treats. test, we'd go get we'd go get ice cream. We get oh, beads. Different, kinds of, different <laughs> kinds of beads. Different kinds of beads. So is it yeah, like a bracelet anyway. or a? But yeah, you little... can. It, it get, ends up some of these kids I see walking around there. They're like a mile long because they've been fighting cancer yeah. for three years, wow. leukemia, four years with the ones that are they mm-hmm. easily you know they come they come back easily. So you just see these kids with a mile long, and Noah's is getting pretty long now, oh. and it's it hasn't been that long. But um, I'd say the scariest the scariest uh, time was that first week before he started his first round of chemo, mm-hmm. before we knew what was going on. And that night even, uh, we started, saw tumors popping out of his head. <gasps> so that same night that he, <sighs> we took him to the hospital, it so went like... this was th- all like in 24 hours. Wow. This is in 24 hours. Wow. This, is our, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. This little kid, this wow. cancer come for this kid so hard. Like yes. so, like the hardest I've ever... I, out of his bu- head? Bruising the leg you know yeah. blown up three times the size yeah. and then that night I'm, I'm sitting there w- looking at him and he's crying you know but he yeah. was ca- starting to calm down and I see a bump come up on his head and I've seen him if you know kids get bumps on their yeah, head like they that. hit their head they run into tables what you know it just happens call them a chong <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but he had a big one right mm-hmm. on his temple a big lump and he had not hit his head mm-hmm. and my mom's like my mom had gotten here at this point mm-hmm. and she's like oh he must have hit his head no, he didn't hit his head. And then we did the test the next day. Oh like, no. So, yeah, it, it all came for him at once. And that's, you know, if oh. you look if you look at, if you know, cancer, the way it works with, with neuroblastoma, at least, is it's like lies dormant. And then it ramps up yeah. exponentially. Wow. You know. What so, defines yeah. neuroblastoma? I mean, Neuroblastoma neurons. is actually like a cell um, that we all have mm-hmm. as, as kids. And we're born with it. But most people's neuroblastoma cell, all of ours went away by the time we were like six months i believe like Mm. it goes away in most people noah's mutated oh and so that's kind of that's how it became turned into the root of all evil is that 11 centimeter tumor in his stomach that's how big mine was in my breast i'm pretty sure yeah Yeah. so that's that's big that's a a huge tumor for a little kid it's a huge tumor for anybody neuroblastoma does it always start is it in in the stomach always? No, it's not always in the stomach. It's his a- was in his adrenal gland. They can happen everywhere, but they spread okay. really fast. So now he has tumors. He has tumors in his stomach, spine, head. His left shoulder, they found out, was fractured because his there was tumors in his left shoulder that were eating away. So it spread. This The thing about neuroblastoma is it, it, can, it has cells that escalate and spread. And yeah, and spread like really quickly, so but they also can die really quickly if you if you treat it okay. right. Mm-hmm. So like after the first They're round weak. of chemo, the leg. So the first round of chemo was five days, and the leg oh, came wow. down. 
and it was like the greatest oh, feeling ever we're like the legs going down oh my god we could finally sit a little bit easier mm-hmm. after the first when you round. see like those like physical yeah that's that's like, it. getting better yeah. it's like that's huge yeah that's really huge does he see he so what is he aware of what's going on like what is like I, d- I don't think so. I mean, I think he's fully adapted. Mm-hmm. He uh, like just is like, oh, this is this is this like is my life. life. Yeah, yeah, and it's like I don't I don't know if he'll remember it. Like I don't know if you guys can remember anything from when you're two. Oh, yeah, but he'll probably have flashbacks. But I mean, you know, it's like it's it's not something that he's he. I don't think he knows he has cancer. I think he knows... He probably doesn't know what cancer is. That's exactly right. He has no idea what cancer is. And he has no... I mean, he also... Because he had the broken leg. Mm -hmm. So this was kind of like... I guess you could say light in the dark. I mean, for for his leg... His leg was broken, so it allowed him to rest for like four weeks. He didn't even try to stand up. And Mm -hmm. if anyone has a two-year-old out there... (laughs) Whoa. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like he didn't even try to stand up. He knew... I I shouldn't be standing up Mm -hmm. right now, I think. And it's just kind of like his intuition, I think. He didn't even try to stand up. And it allowed his leg to heal. Actually, four days ago, it's crazy how much time has passed. It's just been a blur. But like four days ago, he actually stood up for the first time. And like started taking some steps. Yay. Yay. Wow. Go it was amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. It was incredible, so dude. Yeah, I was reading your page and I saw that he was like he that he wasn't able to walk or anything. Yeah. And I was like, this poor kid is probably going mad. Like yeah. cause I, when was I was mad. in bed I, for yeah. four days, I was like, I can't stand this yeah. anymore. So and I knew what was happening and yeah, so I just can't imagine what it's like. Yeah, uh, it's it. It was the most. Uh, that was extremely heartbreaking, you know, to not to see a kid that loves running, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know. But the the from from my experience, if I, I try not to lose the image of in my head of him running, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that's yeah. kind of where I come from. That's my say. That's my space where I keep his where I keep the idea of Noah in my head is of him with like a full head of hair, like running through the mm-hmm. park or mm-hmm. like, like whatever it is, because that is me kind of pushing us towards that vision instead of me getting yeah. caught up in that, you know, like where he's at right now. Like, yeah, he's lost yeah. like a lot of weight. Chemo is really hard on your body. Yeah. It, um, you, you, it's like so hard on your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just sick. Like the chemo makes him sick. So you what's know? his, like regimen like what mm-hmm. does he have to oh my gosh because <sighs> you said he had five days that he had yeah. treatment every day for five days yeah wow. so oh man um so the first round was five days inpatient we were in the hospital for like a good three weeks he had this crazy mm. thing happen for we gave him his first round of chemo we took him home and then he developed this crazy rash and we had to rush him back to the hospital mm. and he they readmitted him for another five days mm. And no one, not one doctor in the entire. This is these are these are the some of the best doctors in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doctor Scarzaday, uh, who's the the head oncologist uh, at Children's LA Children's Hospital, he's also a, a industry leader on neuroblastoma for kids. Oh my wow. god! So he's, I mean, Such a good his resource. his research alone has like brought this treatment wow. so far mm-hmm. because, but um, and he was there and with Noah. Yeah. And I mean, but yeah, so... Uh, he had a reaction to the chemo? He had a, he had, he had a reaction to chemo, but even Dr. Scarzaday couldn't... We, we couldn't figure out what was going on. Huh. We were just... There was a giant rash and blisters covering his entire back. Mm. 
Yeah. It was unreal. And we were just like, what's going on? No one could figure it out. But yeah, even through all that, like the kid was smiling and like being oh super gosh. chill. Oh, sweetie. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's pretty epic for sure. And uh but it just yeah, sounds incredible. Yeah. Just I, to not even like to just like yeah. handle his limp mm-hmm. in the beginning and not not complain and just that's he's a fighter for yeah. sure. Extremely inspiring, mm-hmm. dude. Totally. But yeah, chemo is so hard on your body, as you know. And so like we've been trying to feed him like as much as possible. And like, I'm sure, you know, like just the nausea that you feel. I don't know if you if they gave you Zofran for nausea or anything like that. I had I had some medicine. I, that sounds familiar. Right. Yeah. They give you the medicine for the nausea because like foods that he used to love, like the he'll like everything the, tastes so and, bad. Yeah. He just it's the same thing with him. He can't. He, everything was like really bitter. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it tastes, but he can't tell me that it tastes bitter. But like, yeah, the right. foods that he loves, like he Doesn't just nothing tastes good. That's right. Yeah. So what does he eat? Uh, like, he just snacks mashed potatoes. All, and yeah, he snacks all day. Bland I mean, foods. Yeah, we we give him a lot of like try to give him juices and smoothies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then he'll eat like uh, you know potatoes and bread, just like the bare essentials, yeah, just yeah. to keep yeah. his stomach full and like yeah. from him not losing so much Nutrients. weight. Like that's the biggest battle is him like trying to keep the weight on, mm-hmm. to, like, trying to like offset the the chemo because the the you know the chemo is what's kind of it kills every cell in your body. Yeah. So like this, especially the round three where we're at right, we're about to start next week. Mm. Round three comes and it's the most, it's the strongest round, mm. round three and five. And it basically, so we just harvested all these stem cells for him. Oh, wow. um, and so basically you harvest the stem cells um, before round three, because after round three, you're not likely to have any left and they probably won't grow back. Mm. So you gra- you harvest the stem cells and you cryogenically freeze them for later on mm-hmm. that you, you'll reintroduce them. And what's so brilliant and beautiful about stem cells is that they can come back into your body, find their way into, oh you know, your bone marrow and mm-hmm. make bone marrow, wow. or, you know, yeah, and then they can turn into white blood cells or uh-huh. red blood yeah. cells. Just you know? blank cells. Yeah. And it's just like so they but it's just so brilliant the way that they all that they do it and so so now he's about to start round three next week. So it's going to be a tough battle. Now. Yeah. Next week How many rounds total? Um, it's going to be 18 months of treatment total. Um, Holy cow. Man. And so that's going to be, we do six rounds of of the chemo, then two rounds of consolidation chemo, then immunotherapy. Immunotherapy is basically helping your body create cells that will fight the cancer themselves. So the chemo doesn't have to anymore. Mm-hmm. But at that point, we'll, we'll we'll have a surgery in December. That actually, the day after Christmas, we go into uh, surgery. That's actually the that's the plan to uh, take out the, the yeah, root of all evil ask, in his stomach. Yeah. The one who's going to have surgery. Yeah, but it has to shrink. Well, it yeah. has to shrink dramatically before they can even start because it's surrounded by so many blood vessels. Right, and like yeah. vital organs. Yeah, vital organs, yeah. and it's just too big. They can't take it out. So chemo consolidation chemo. Mm-hmm. What is that? Consolidate. You would have to ask my wife the exact the exact details, but I know that consolidation is like it's like a pretty strong. It's like a really strong one. It's like okay. a really strong chemo, and so I know that the you know the initial chemos are basically to shrink that mm-hmm. tumor so that they can get safely get it out, and yeah. then the next two I think are to kill whatever's left. Okay. Yeah. And then immune immunotherapy. And then immunotherapy. Okay. Yeah. I read. I read an article in the Wall Street Journal. I'm going to butcher this, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it was just like very. Uh, it's where I first heard immunotherapy, and this is like last week or something. And it was about 
how a woman uh, who also oh, yeah. had stage four metastatic breast cancer and old, you know, like in her fifties, um, was completely a hundred percent cured um, from immunotherapy, and it was talking about how just like, and it, not just breast cancer, but like all sort, all a whole range of cancers. So. That's where it's at, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Immunotherapy. They know what they're doing. Yeah, like, it's really they, gaining a lot of momentum. Yeah, they, it's it's real. And the fact that they're supplementing that with the chemo and, you know, and, and the, the plan of care just has been making people with cancer feel like they have hope. Hmm. Yeah. You know, n- having these options now. I mean, just even in the last 10 years, you know, neuroblastoma, I mean, 10 years ago, they wouldn't, they would have not Ugh. given Noah a very good chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now it's like, now with all of these options and you know with with so much research and they can treat they can treat this and you can beat it i've met kids that have beat stage four mm. neuroblastoma multiple yeah. kids yeah. that's um, amazing and, yeah in in you know they and they come into the inpatient and they come and hang and they say hi to the kids and mm. because it's like you need to see that yeah, yeah. You, For do. Sure. you need to you do. To, uh-huh. to know that you can survive it that's that's thank amazing yeah thank god yeah but How the, old are those kids now? The, I met a little girl. I think I forgot her name, but she was so brilliant. She, I Eric's mean, she was smiling so wide <laughs> right now. It's so cute. She, she was, she was five, and she, when she came in, she had stage four high risk, just like Noah neuroblastoma, and she had tumors all over her, in her, behind her eyebrows, all over in her wow, head, all that's over, from literally head to toe, and that's how neuroblastoma. You can just get these tiny tumors all over uh-huh. your body. Just like Noah has, but she had it. I think even worse. It sounded from from everything they were telling me. She mm-hmm. had even more. Not to say it's worse, but she had more tumors. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and she beat it. And her parents. I mean, you can just when you meet a, like a cancer survivor, there's just something that about them that mm-hmm. they just feel. They're just trying to tell you it's going to be okay mm-hmm. with their eyes. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. I met them, they were just. This was like a weekend, and like they were the guy was just looking at me like. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it's okay. And even the five-year-old? <laughs> even she was just like, huh, you know, she was yeah. just being so sweet. She's five. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing, though, about chemo is it, it, it like, dramatically, like, kind of, uh, when you're, like, a young kid and you're developing, like, size-wise, right? They're, it actually, like, kind of keeps you smaller. So she she was five, but she she looked like a, like a three- or a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's the same thing with Noah. Like, he was always ahead of the curve as far as, like, growth. But they're, mm-hmm. like, just, like, he's going to be, you know, if he was going to be six one, now he's gonna probably going to be, like, 5'9 or 5'10. Yeah. And we're like, dude, whatever. Like, 5'4. Yeah, like, I don't care, dude. Like, what? It doesn't matter yeah, yeah. to me, dude. Like, that, Height that, is not an no, issue right no. now. <laughs> So you said um, we were talking just a little bit before, and you now live in Agora Hills, but you and then you lived like Cashmere in Hills. Please, Cash- 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 sorry, sorry, <laughs> the softest of the hills. Cashmere yeah. Hills with <laughs> with matching socks. That's an inside matching joke, socks. you guys, about the socks. Yeah, we already have an inside joke. Yeah, so there. Um, yeah, so before Cashmere, <laughs> Cashmere Hills, you lived in like Santa Monica, the LA area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for five years, and did, so you're not native here. Did you move no. from? I moved from Arizona uh, okay. with a 1995 Cadillac and eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and you were you with Maria? No, 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 no. Okay. I was very alone. So you I met was... her. <laughs> <laughs> She's like. 
what and date me with that Cadillac. Yeah. <laughs> no, Shines hid that costume a lot better, dude. I was what like, color was it? It was green. Ooh. It was oh like God. dark green. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. No, what it was model? super sick if you were like a drug dealer from like the... <laughs> yeah, they had a caddy in high school. <laughs> you did? I did, I did. I did. My parents... My dad was really into Cadillacs because they're American-made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that's why. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. So, yeah, we rolled in the Cadillac for a little bit. But RIP. Yeah. RIP to here. the caddy. Yeah. She had a yeah. Cadillac, and then, like, it was funny because she had, like, Roxy sticker, like, Quicksilver oh. stickers on Oh, that was right. a different time. A different Heather. <laughs> I know. I didn't even surf. <laughs> no, but at least... Um, I tried to surf once. Why did you And I had all these surf stickers <laughs> on my car. Dude, it's us rad, Cadillac. And, <laughs> and I had, um, I had, like, one of those Hawaiian girls on the dashboard. Oh, that's yeah. pretty sick. Sweet. That's classic. Yeah. Um, and I did not like. I was it's just super surf pale. culture. <laughs> I really Florida, to, Florida. I really wanted to surf, and then I went because I'm from Miami, Florida. There's no surf there. Uh, but I went to South Beach early in the morning because there was like unless there was a hurricane coming. Some, <laughs> yeah. Well, but no, there was like it's going to be a little more wavy and we're doing a surf thing. There was some surf event where you could learn how to surf for free. And I was like, this is it. This is my time. My chance to, back to up prove that myself. Roxy sticker yeah, yeah. I thought this is where you got the Roxy sticker. Is it where you got the Roxy sticker? Or you just Oh, I don't remember. Well, I know I bought... There's so much, you guys. So much <laughs> that is so not important. But I'm going to tell you anyway. The point is, I went to the thing. My purse got stolen. Oh. It's Okay. I mean, I was 16. Yeah, well, you come out of it. it. <laughs> but I, yeah, and uh, and I could not get up on the board at all. I just couldn't. It's not easy. I could not it's stand not up. I couldn't get on my knees. It was not for me, you guys. It wasn't meant to be. And yeah. I even had a keychain that had a, what is it, an Allen wrench so you could tighten boards or whatever. Oh, nice. You went all the way. You were, like, yeah. but, I did not know how to, but I did not know how to do it. And I still don't. I was a fraud. <laughs> I'm coming clean now. <laughs> Off my You've been coming oh, clean in a lot of episodes. <laughs> oh, you guys. This is therapy for Heather. I really... Oh, her like being a little I'm poser free. in high school. <laughs> I'm free <laughs> from this burden. I don't like cannibal corpse. <laughs> I don't like... Yeah, I don't like screamo. I can't surf. I can't surf. I can roll around. This I use me. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I do like uh, overalls. Or a lot of overalls. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so I'm sorry. You came out in your '95 Cadillac. <laughs> yeah, that's met right. Maria out here. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was actually working at a uh, at a juice bar um, uh, on in Santa Monica, and you know the Equinox in Santa Monica. Uh, there's like a juice bar in there, and there I was, would of course be. There is. yeah. there's one, there's an Equinox Equinox in my building at work, and they have a Do they have a juice bar. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever go to it, but so like Kanye West works stuff. out at that gym. Apparently, that's a big mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I met like Chris Martin working and there. Pharrell. Yeah, I met a lot of celebrities. Oh, yeah. A lot of celebrities like, that go to the Equinox. Mm-hmm. That's where I met. I met my wife there. She was <gasps> trying to buy juice. She was uh, <laughs> trying, trying. You're like, uh-uh. no, no, no. She, she, your number first. she was like really like asking about every ingredient <laughs> no. in the juice. I was like, dude, really? She's like, what are the health be- benefits of like the spinach and like? The, I was just like, I don't know, dude. Like <laughs> I could just tell. And she started just asking too many. I was like, oh, this girl. And she then, was into you. Yeah, she oh. was. She was off. Like it was like there was definitely like a connection there. Yeah. But she was a member, and I just was like was working like you know at the juice bar. Like mm-hmm. had to keep it profesh. Dude. Yeah, I had to keep it super profesh. You know. But then she doesn't. <laughs> she didn't know that concept. That's just her style. She just like kind of goes after it. And so I was working out. You get a free membership at the juice bar. 
<laughs> but so I got I was working Sweet. out there. Yeah. So I, and then so she I <laughs> I was <laughs> I was like lifting weights and whatever. And she yeah. and I see her from like mm-hmm. literally the other side of the gym. <laughs> Looking <laughs> so, at yourself in the mirror. Yeah. I'm just like yeah. Totally. Yeah, Angling. Yeah. Getting your angles. Getting your angles. Getting my swole on. Yeah, Look at this. Right. Look at my muscles. <laughs> Everybody is flexing right now. Yeah. <laughs> We're all working out right now. Woo. Breaking a sweat. But did she like beeline to you? Or? Dude, no. Even better. <laughs> she from the other side of the gym. She's wearing this like pink jaguar jumpsuit, and she's like, oh my God. like wow. literally like on the top of the the stair. You know, the stairmaster's like the highest machine. Uh-huh. Like if you're on the stairmaster, you can see like everything. Yeah, yeah. She's like on the top of the stairmaster, <laughs> just like waving. Like, <laughs> just, Aww. She's like, come so here. I was like, okay, okay. And uh, and so I went over, and she's like, hey, uh, she's like, hey, I have this like. Uh, clothing brand like this is my clothing brand like she just starts talking about her clothing brand she's like here's my card if you like have a girlfriend if she ever wants to buy a jumpsuit oh mm-hmm. man nice. she is slick we Smooth have the operator I need to meet Maria this is what I mean I know I so. need some tips from her <laughs> she is blowing my mind yeah. with how much confidence That's she right. has it was, it was pretty unreal dude just the fact that she was wearing a pink jaguar jumpsuit I was like there's something there's <laughs> something different here. you know and uh and so so when did you she call still, her does she still have this clothing line with yeah. the pink jaguar jumpsuits. Yeah. yeah, they're killing it. They're oh my god, it. Oh, we're gonna have to check. Getting, like, <laughs> we gotta get some. We're getting pink. We gotta get some. Go to the she gym. would love to give give you guys. <laughs> oh no, hundred percent. Oh, we will. Yeah, we we will pay. <laughs> Top yeah. dollar. She Top won't, dollar. She won't let you know. She's she she's really she's stoked that uh, that I came here. Yeah, That's yeah. Thing, yeah. So she's really thankful. Well, well, she to, should come. I know. We were, uh, I was like, I was like, bring they're the all family. coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I was in like, my you brain, guys I have was to like, come. Set, yeah. yeah, that's in my mind. That's the way I saw it going too. It was like bringing Noah and Maria and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. Yeah. No, that's that's <laughs> yeah. the lesson I've learned from all this. Is like nothing really goes mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, and it's fine. Yeah, and this is great. It's all good. Yeah. So how long was it from that? Yeah. interaction oh, that you man. called her i was living in pasadena and then with my cousin and then uh like eight months into my la excursion um one of my friends her name's nadia Dabibi. shout out nadia what up uh, nadia <laughs> amazing name i know <laughs> she's the, literally the best uh she like scooped me up out of pasadena she's like dude have you ever been to the west side i was like not really <laughs> Because you're in Pasadena and no one goes to the west side if they're in Pasadena. Exactly. And I was like, no. And she's like, dude, we're going to the west side. So she like drove me through the west side and she's like, we're moving here. And I was Mm. like, okay. And so (laughs) she's she's been my best friend since I was like a little, we were street kids, you know, like just like growing up in In the early 2000s. Yeah. We were just street Mm -hmm. kids. Like we just all. So she moved with you or? No, we, we both graduated from high school. Didn't talk for a long time. Like she moved out to LA immediately to like Mm -hmm. start her life out here and I was just like being just like uh, a street kid in Arizona and like trying to go to school and like what is this yeah, can you <laughs> like we just hung out on the street like skateboarded like did never were at home like just did okay. anything to get into trouble and okay, just like have, you know I was also a street kid yeah, yeah same I wasn't I was I trying worked. to be a street kid so hard yeah. though I had the Alan I wasn't allowed past oh, the yeah. gate you kidding me I had my Roxy sticker. I was trying to the be gate. street. My mom. Oh, you had a. You were lived in a gated community. No, the like the, the front gate of, gate of, your, of oh. my house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, "You cannot." Uh-uh. And then I would like uh-uh. finally got the confidence to like walk two blocks to my friend's house. Oh. 
Yeah. My mom put the fear of God in me. Like I was gonna die. Like some th- something was gonna get me. My mom was the same. house kid. Yeah. Yeah, I was also a house Lashkey. kid, but I wanted to be a street kid. Trust me. I know. I, I was so jealous of those. Street I wanted kids. to be a house kid. I wanted to be a house Did kid. You? Yeah. Well, I mean, like I think ideally everyone wants to be a house kid. What? I think you do until you until you know some people you know like I came from kind of more of like a broken home situation because yeah, you were out on the streets for a reason. Yeah, it's like yeah. we were all me and like my whole I'm crew. Out. We were out there like yeah. taking out our you know our aggression out mm-hmm. on the, you know just on ourselves in the streets like just just skateboarding. <laughs> I wasn't like selling drugs. I wasn't like in the street. Like we were just skateboarding and like drinking beer and like you know. Oh, smoking I know weed. that. I yeah. know about that life. That yeah. I do know. I mean, I did sneak out from time to time and yeah. walk the streets. Literally, <laughs> I was walking on the street. And I was like, free at last. I rem- I have a specific memory that I'm thinking about. Because, yeah, I, I made plans it, with like, a friend. Wasn't it hot and you got to tech them? That's exactly. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that, yes, it's true. That was exactly what I was thinking about. I was like, finally story, free. Sorry. That, that was it. Finally free. I'm going to meet up with my friends. My mom doesn't let me hang out with because she thinks... Their, ba- their pants are too baggy. Whatever. I got my baggy I was that pants. kid. I was <laughs> that kid your mom kid. wouldn't let you hang out with. Yeah, I was Literally. trying to meet up with Jinko jeans. I was trying to meet up with you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to get there. I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to Arizona right now. Okay, I have plans. And you said you couldn't drive me. Yeah. So I'm walking. I'm walking there. And I got, oh my God. I was like, this is why no one walks. This is why there's no street kids yeah. in Miami. There's no street kids in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> but we finally made it, you know. Totally. This is a long the walk. Land. <laughs> California is the promised land. We're here. I have it really to say. is. It is. It's yeah, the best place I do love it. It's amazing. Yeah, it's for all of the kids that just wanted to just like have fun and all not, not give an F, dude. <laughs> the just street kids going. coming together. <laughs> <laughs> all the street or the kids wannabe street home kids, kids now. Be real kids. But the street kids. Come I love how that, I love the home. classifications, <laughs> but the, now there's definitely a, a very clear distinction between home kids and street kids. I love home kids though. Like that would be home a tight kids. like like clothing company. Just like yeah. home kids. Home kids. But that's ours. Oh Don't God. take that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Copyright. We need this. Copyright. Copyright. Dude. We need this. So you moved to the West Side. Yeah. Side. So we were like, dude, that was like my, the the moment my life started for sure. I think and and uh, just living on the West Side and just like feeling like a sense of like freedom. Like anything is possible. Like anyone that lives in LA, like you for sure get off the plane and feel like every anything is possible. Yeah. You know. Um, and, and living by the beach coming living from by the Arizona. beach oh my dude just mm-hmm. wow I was living my best life yeah big mm-hmm. time and um, yeah I had to get the job you know to support it which was hard to support regardless living in LA dude making like a thousand dollars like every paycheck is like extraordinarily difficult so mm-hmm. like anyone out there living that paycheck to paycheck struggle mm-hmm. dude yeah. shout out to you because oh, yeah, that's yeah. really just like the roughest life ever that I was yeah. living for a long time mm-hmm. but yeah so then I met Maria and dude things just moved really really fast with her so you we, were how how old when I was you started dating? Tw- I was 24 and she, she, I had just turned 24 and she was just turned, she had, she was 21. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so we were like, just like walking down the beach, like a couple kids holding hands and mm-hmm. then, and then Noah came like, no, no, we moved in together from. and we did the whole thing. That's, that's how, yeah. You take a walk on the beach and holding then hands. A, a baby's born. And then a baby. That's, and that's then for all the kids out there. Yeah. That's the edited version of how it all went down. I just think it's, I think it's amazing. And I think the that you that you came out here and met Maria and then had Noah and then and and with 
know a struggle like imagine living anywhere else oh my gosh you know you have like such a great resource here yeah a hundred percent everything in california i mean just thank god we're in la yeah i mean just la children's hospitals here just the fact that i mean though i mean cannabis is acceptable here Mm -hmm. i don't know your guys' stance on that but uh, Um, actually (laughs) i mean that's a really big deal for us just because um we actually through my experience at the hospital and actually watching vice i'm like a huge avid vice watcher like Mm -hmm. for uh like documentaries basically anything i watch viceland a lot and so you know the show bong appetit that's my favorite show if i could have one dream we're gonna record with vanessa after after this this. no way that my one dream is to be on that show like if i could be on that show (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, Eric. Well, <laughs> well, well, we'll see. We'll ask her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of her. She's shout out to them. They're they're really mm-hmm. doing it. They're really doing something amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, and I ended up I had watched you know so many uh, documentaries on Vice. You know, where I found a home for the way I thought about cannabis mm-hmm. as like a med- as like a medicinal thing. And did you just say I found a home for? I found a the home way, for like the way that I, I like think that, that phrase. Yeah. That was really nice. Yeah, like yeah. Wow. yeah, because especially yeah. Grow, growing up in Arizona, where like as an art, as an art artist type, and as kind of like a, a more of like an outcast, it just it just like at, growing up in such a conservative place, mm-hmm. being mm-hmm. totally demonized for like thinking that cannabis yes. is okay. You know, it was like really that's part of the reason why I wanted to move to LA mm-hmm. because I'm not like a kid. I, I wasn't. It's cannabis doesn't have to be this thing where it doesn't have to be stigmatized. You know, and it is stigmatized in Arizona yeah. just mm-hmm. just because so much propagated information is being thrown at you. Mm-hmm. In places like that, through mm-hmm. through ad dollars that are being thrown at you from pharmaceutical companies, mm-hmm. not just and that in California they don't let that really happen as much. It's more you know, and plus you have a you have a you know the, you have the um, the clubs on every corner. Which yeah. if you've never been to LA and you start seeing the clubs, you're like, I just want to be a part of whatever that. that club. Like, I want to go in there. How do <laughs> I get in that building? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that green plus. Yeah, no that green we, plus sign. I went to. The first dispensary yeah. last week. It took me forever to get my recommendation. Well, and you were uh, a little speed bump in yeah. the middle where. <laughs> um, but we went, and it's like, I was like, are they all like this? Because like, <laughs> you walked in, and it was like, um, it looked like a like a newsstand, and then he pressed the button and like the door. Just, oh, you're like, talking opened. about the bookstore yes. that's right next to the LA Children's Chair, mm-hmm. uh, Medicine of the Angels. Shout out to everyone there. Motel. They've been my ride <laughs> yeah. or dies. That's where yeah, I go. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where I go. Yeah, so, yeah that's where I went. We went last week. Had a yeah. pop up there for her company, Marigold Sweets. Marigold Sweets. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I was yeah. helping her with that. That's amazing that you know. Yeah, that's about so great. a small world. Um, so we did a pop up, and yeah, and she's she's very knowledgeable um in the medicinal marijuana totally um yeah, I walked then, in and I was like, <laughs> Danielle, okay, That's man. part of the reason why like, I reached out to you guys because okay. I had seen that I was on Instagram and I was dude, I watch Bong Appetit, you know, uh-huh. I like to, you know, cook, you know, uh-huh. sometimes too and uh-huh. add the, you know, some special ingredients. <laughs> and um and no, I was just like I was watching, I'd seen that you guys you know, I was just in this thing, just trying to reach out to Vice because I wanted some information about cannabis because mm-hmm. I know that they have done the journalists that work for that company have done so much. There's the particular ones that have done so much research. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to find ways to reach out, and then that's when I came across you guys, and I was like, I would love to, you know, talk with. Oh, okay. So that's how exactly. Did how, you see cool. us because cool. she posted about? I think us, that or? yeah, because she had posted about yeah. you guys, and oh, I was amazing. like, and I was like, wow, um, I, I I would love to talk 
to these women, mm-hmm. you know, about that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, we we uh, are a part of. I, I'm a part of. Yeah, Medicine of the Angels. I love them. <laughs> I go in there. They, you they're know, great. they're they they're they're just the best, and they know about Noah as well. Um, yeah. That that was there two two days after uh, after it had all you know it had all gone down and i was just you know and they they were i was in shock and mm-hmm. they were like they talked to me they were just so they're the best yeah, they're, they're very they're nice awesome mm-hmm. people yeah. but yeah um we use a company called Canna Kids. Mm-hmm. there's a um they're amazing and if you go to sophiestory.com it all started uh with this woman her name's tracy and her daughter has a form of cancer that is really treatable i don't remember the exact cancer that Sophie had but it's a really treatable form that can be treated but it has like a really big percentage of coming back mm. after it's so mm-hmm. so they've been dealing with this for like four or five years and she started this company called Canna Kids and almost ev- I remember at one point at our last day at, at 4 West like, a f- like there was like three or four kids down the hall as w- he went down the hall they had all of the kids were on Canna Kids so they use um, they use a, a combination of Noah's on a combination of uh, THC, CBD, and THCA, which are all three different, you know, components, mm-hmm. three different yeah. cannabinoid components. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, as you guys know, THC is the one that kind of is, has the psychoactive yeah. effect. CBD has a much more calming effect, mm-hmm. no psychoactive. And then THCA is like an unactivated version of the THC. Mm-hmm. And so basically that just means it's not going to, you're not, it, you take that, supplement that in between the THC and the CBD. And that just kind of gives you the effects. So like, you're just going to kind of like feel more like hungry and things like that. It helps mm-hmm. with the nausea. So this was mm-hmm. the biggest thing. The reason mm-hmm. why we started, we were looking for anything to help Noah eat. Okay, and mm-hmm. so we were like, "What can we do to help him eat?" And this woman who had this company called Canna Kids was getting chemo in the room next door to wow. us. Whoa. And I'm like talking to her, and I'm looking at, I'm googling Canna Kids, who I've heard from from a cancer survivor, mm-hmm. and I'm googling at Canna Kids. Oh my god, this looks amazing! Oh my god! And then I start talking to the woman in the next room over about Canna Kids. She's like, "I'm Tracy. I, I, I own Canna Kids." Wow. And I was like, oh just, my god. Hey. I was just like, no. and, and her I'm daughter not- is like, if you meet Sophie, she's like, there's biggest ball of shining light Uh she just runs around like a frolicking little like you know (laughs) angel just running around the Mm -hmm. cancer wing you know all these kids you know and she's just talking to everybody and i'm like that kid is so rad like i need and and i start talking to her mom and i'm like how did what's going on with her she's doing amazing and and it's because you know she's she takes cannabis and most of the survivors that i've talked to the Mm -hmm. the child children's neuroblastoma patients that i've talked to all the parents are huge advocates of the canna kids and it, you know, the doctors, it's, it's like this weird gray area because mm-hmm. the doctors like can't really tell you to take it, but mm-hmm. you know, they'll give you the, yeah. you know, we can't tell you to, but like, you know what I mean? right now. Can't tell you, to, like, it's like, you know, and so it's been, and honestly, but. it's been so, so I'd say the most, obviously everything, the chemo, everything is really helping now, but the, the cannabis mm-hmm. is just. I mean, just his his life, his standard of just life. I mean, uh, he can be a kid. Is it? That's what amazing. What form Does is he? it in? Yeah, uh, it's in an oil form. Yeah. So you you put it in basically like a like you know like one of those syringes. You would put like a children's children's Tylenol or whatever, mm-hmm. and you do point point one to point one ratio, and they mm-hmm. give you the the point one to point one THC to CBD, mm-hmm. and so that, yeah, that's the one that that's what Danielle the takes oil. now. Well, I ran out, and I need to get more. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. It get tastes like more. crap. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't Do taste the best. Do you put in like peanut butter for him or something? Um, actually, he 
we kind of just because it, it's so small, so small. Yeah. we just put it in his mouth in and, the then we, of... and he's just like eh, and yeah. then we just give him his and then we just like give him his it's bottle nasty, yeah. and then like two minutes later he's just like watching his videos <laughs> and like being a kid like smiling laughing mm-hmm. like <sighs> all of these that's things awesome. and I'm, I'm, I'm not saying like, like hey parents go out there and life, get your kids yeah. high yeah. like you know because that's not that what was, I'm saying uh, gonna be my night is he stoned no like the thing is is like he because of the CBD CBD kind of counteracts the psychoactive qualities and and kids have never had like I've just I did so much research kids don't have those kind of negative reactions that mm-hmm. adults will have oh, um, already high. because well, it's like anxiety and those those like factors yeah, yeah, yeah because you you're thinking about yeah, I'm stress high and... I took weed <laughs> I'm feeling this way because mm-hmm. of that and then sometimes people's minds can run away with them mm-hmm. I know multiple people that can't smoke because they get like paranoid or things like that that kind of mm-hmm. effect doesn't happen in kids mm-hmm. to them that's just another medicine and they don't even know what it is and they just get happy and get hungry <laughs> and then they get tired yeah. and <laughs> and they sleep when they're tired and they don't mm-hmm. fight it and it's just like this wonderful 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 thing and I, it's so stigmatized but it's just like yeah, but it's, it's improving it's, his quality of life yes, so yes and, yeah, and especially like you, when you when you talk about giving cannabis to a kid mm-hmm. There's even That's a whole other yeah. yeah. group yeah. Of, of, like, of like problems and reasons why people. But yeah. I'm just telling you right now, if your kid has cancer, yeah. you, call Tracy at Can of Kids because you, your kid is will be your kid again, mm-hmm. and no. and it's just it's important. With anyone oh, that sounds so like, amazing, yeah. you yeah. can't imagine being in a situation that like you are. Yeah, and for whoever were to say like, oh, you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. They don't know what they would do in that yeah. situation. That's exactly right. Like, if they're exactly right. two-year-old, if that happened to their two-year-old, anything, like do anything. You do anything for them. to make your kid better. Yeah. That's just it. I mean, I had to. We had to convince my whole. You know, my whole circle is extremely positive and and supportive. But that's a that's a taboo thing mm-hmm. for for people. Yeah. You know, that don't live in California and aren't educated about it. Yeah, so, that is your. That's it. How yeah. about the education? Your family. And your mom, are they, my mom are was they supportive not, of Canada kids? My dad is a huge advocate. Mm-hmm. And I, my dad, I, he, it's unbelievable because my dad was a cop. And so to ha- have my dad, he's... The, the moment that he found out about cannabis and all that, he started doing the research himself. Mm-hmm. And by the end of it, he's like, is he, did he take his cannabis? You know, like, yeah, and it just does. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just does check out. Mm-hmm. Like if you really do your research, you, you will instantly, all of those walls and barriers, you know, between you and the truth. And when you start bringing those down and you realize just like the people that this, this, drug helps dude. Mm-hmm. and it's not mm-hmm. even a drug this this er, this thing it, it this helps medicine. this medicine dude it helps so many people and to say that these kids aren't feeling better because of it is just mm-hmm. even the doctors yeah. know they just can't tell you but they want they, i'm glad they're winking <laughs> you know yeah. yeah and and it's you know i can't name drop but like multiple nurses have like you know come up to me like you know in the infusion centers and things like that's like outpatient chemo and stuff like that i mean multiple that's amazing because they see they, they see, see it first they see hand. it they see it like they see kids that in, in in the past would just be so sick because if you don't eat you mm-hmm. know if you don't do these things you if you don't strength. sleep if you don't do these things, your immune system's even worse than it is when your white blood cell counts. Yeah, which, and which, then the chemo's like killing all of that. Yeah, you're, already the chemo's on top killing your white blood cells, so you're not gonna have an immune system. And so, you know, these kind of things is like it's just it's just like just I'm just so thankful, you know, mm-hmm. we, that there are companies that. 
that know what's up. Yeah, yeah. praise yeah. Canna Kids. Canna Kids. Canna Kids. What a Shout pun. Yeah. What a pun. It sounds Very really pun. nice. I no. know. I want some. <laughs> I, want some I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the purest oil ever. Like they get yeah. they, they the oil that they get that they they give you. It's like it's expensive. Like mm-hmm. just like if you want to, you know, for parents that are like thinking about that, like just know that it's expensive. But there, if if you're having to do these things, there are ways that yeah. you can find funding. Yeah, you know, there's Money things that you can, shouldn't be an obstacle mo- when it comes to your right. life. Like that's exactly right. Yeah, you can find money for things like that mm-hmm. and so you just don't be scared don't don't fu- don't f- try to find a, you know anything that's mm-hmm. that's going to get in your way like just just do it because it, they, it really helps yeah and and don't be afraid to ask for help you know that's danielle right. has had her you caring page mm-hmm. and you have your gofundme that's right oh, yeah that's right um We'll, we'll put we'll a post link about in, that, but yeah. yes, cool. Yeah. Do you it's, have a shortcut to have, the GoFundMe? Yeah, um, uh, we have like a uh, like I haven't a posted, URL. Yeah, we do have one. I don't have it like posted on my, you know, on my um, like on my Instagram or anything like that. But it's floating around on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I can definitely text it to all to yeah. all of you. Yeah, I just want to kind of I'm going to look it up so I can say it. Yeah, here. and thank you so much mm-hmm. to everybody that has been oh my gosh donating to that oh my gosh yeah it's pretty overwhelming and a beautiful thing when i i I didn't even like my mom was the one that started my page and i was just like oh that's cool and i'm just like i didn't think anybody was gonna really give money but then like overwhelming amounts of people were Mm -hmm. just donating and donating and it just like that is like it in itself like relieves like part of your burden and your and your yes. fear yes because you're you'd mm-hmm. like i mean yeah you, it's expensive yeah. <laughs> that's it's expensive. just the bottom line every is, that stuff every is test expen- is so expensive every test yeah. every medication every mm-hmm. single thing is so expensive this whole process is extremely expensive so i, I feel every you. yeah every bit helps for sure so yeah. I mean, and then i mean noah's too but danielle was working and had to you know get out of work because she physically couldn't get out of bed and it's also just it's not apart from like the cost of the tests it's everything else involved when yeah you can't it's you don't want to have out of anxiety work, yeah. about like, money cook, yeah because yeah, you, you don't, don't want to worry anxiety about, about money else. when you have cancer yeah that's mm-hmm. like the last thing that you should worry about is money when you have cancer there's just things your circle of concern is like so small at that point or mm-hmm. it should be you just need to focus on getting better being healthy mm-hmm. yeah so I have the, I'm just going to say it, um, and I'm sure if you go to GoFundMe.com and if you search for Noah's fight, I'm sure you'll find it because I'm, I think I've found it that way, but it is, you know, www.GoFundMe.com uh, slash Z as in zebra, C as in cat, S as in snake, H as in Heather, <laughs> R, D as in dog, dash Noah's dash fight. But we're also going to post it. We're going to tweet it. Uh, it'll be in the description on iTunes. <laughs> you guys are not going to avoid this link. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's going to be yeah, in good your face. Good luck going to be in your not face. <laughs> I'm shameless about it. Okay? I'm going to be tacky. I'm going to wear t-shirts <laughs> on the streets. Flyers. Billboards. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, get one of those out. magnets and put it on your car. Move out of the way. Yeah, in Angeline. front of the Roxy sticker. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, in front of the, I'm gonna. Yeah, you know how Angel? You, do you guys know Angeline mm-hmm. with the pink Corvette? Oh, yeah. She's an LA staple. She like used to buy billboard space just yeah. advertising herself. She's like the first. Well, I'm taking her socialite. billboard sti- space, <laughs> and I'm putting 
GoFundMe's Noah's fight. Thank on you there. so much. That's amazing. <laughs> um, look, I don't have that kind of power. Not yet. <laughs> but um, you know, a lot what? of promises right now. I know, I know. But the power of social media is an amazing thing. It you really know, is. it's a, it's, it's interesting. Just the little things that change your perspective. Because before all of this. I think I was pretty like resentful of social media or like, Ugh, I hate posting all the time. At least this is me. And I was also a little like iffy about Western medicine mm-hmm. in a way, right. you know, um, but seeing how like we, you know, we found each other now, you know, Eric, Eric and all of us have found each other through social media and, you know, Danielle's had a great outreach through social yeah. media. Yeah. And, and it's, like, I mean, it's good. People are constantly, I'm sure, asking how Noah's doing yeah, for updates. It's, social media is huge. And yeah, and just like, it's hard saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. Especially bad news, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, it's less taxing to just like announce it and put it out there and share yeah. it like on a blog or, you know, like a Facebook post is how I told most of the world because I. I couldn't call everybody up I knew and tell them that. That's like, right. It's so hard. I don't know where I was going with this. I forgot. My brain is <laughs> no, but it, I, <laughs> I, I totally agree. And, and social media has been, you know, it's like priceless when you're with it's with a with a cause like with like Noah's fight. The the crazy thing about that was um, we only posted like a couple times mm-hmm. and it, it got shared like yeah. thousands of times mm-hmm. on on Facebook it was unreal yeah. it was just unreal and people that we don't know have donated and you know it it it, it did the the heavy lifting itself somehow and mm-hmm. i think it's part of the energy it was the energy behind it i didn't start it my wife started it by the time i you know by the time i caught a glimpse at it had been shared like a couple hundred times Mm -hmm. and we were just that's unreal to me I mean I don't when I post on social media I don't expect someone I'm not like famous Mm -hmm. I don't expect someone to like share my post or like retweet me or those kind of things like Mm -hmm. thousands of times and the fact that that happened like for Noah it was it it just took me back and it it actually it reinforced our positivity and reinforced Mm our our drive towards yeah it gives towards you, the, yeah. that positive kind of feeling of accepting like f- for me the hardest thing about it was accepting it mm-hmm. so you don't want to for the first week i'm just you you put yourself in, in like a victim space or at least i did mm-hmm. I, I put myself in a space of like uh, like like a victim like why could this happen to him why did mm-hmm. this happen to him why does this happen to me and you know part of the part of the you know social media which can be you know your worst enemy or your best friend i mean in this circumstance i can't i if it wasn't for all of these people reaching out on social media i just it, we were able to accept what was happening mm-hmm. and just really start fighting. Mm-hmm. Really, just start. Just it didn't matter. Like nothing well, now you know gets you us have down. Like a community that's behind you, supporting everyone's you and giving praying you for you and mm-hmm. thinking. And you know, even if you're not religious, but just like the positive thoughts. Yeah. You know, yep, yep, just yep, the yep, power. Really it just gives you the strength. Yeah, to the, keep on keeping on that vote of confidence mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. anybody and everybody. That's right. Yeah, it's we an incredible thing. <laughs> To keep on live, we will on live. On. yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a that's a huge thing to mm-hmm. think, yeah, to, for yeah. real. Yeah. At least for us, we're like, oh, he's good. that's to so just have that to have that come back in and not like 
because your, your fear is that no one even wants to say is like, is he going to die? Yeah. You just don't even want to mm-hmm. talk about it. Nope. It's mm-hmm. true. This is the last thing that you're thinking yeah, about because even you, you're still protecting, like, like, you know, he has cancer, but you're like, he's not, you know, that's not going to happen mm-hmm. no matter what. And that's kind of our mentality is like, we don't care about p- percentages. We don't care about any of that. We have our own mission that we're on now mm-hmm. and we're sticking to it. Yeah. And we have help. And I was, I just want to say, I definitely agree with you. I was, I used to be really stigmatized with Western medicine. Right, I was really scared but, of chemo mm. and I, and I had to see it for myself. I yeah. had to see that leg go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had I to see things like that. And I was like, you know what, without chemo, I don't know. Well, and you're doing alternative. And we're doing alternative well. and we're, yeah. we're doing a little bit of both. Yeah. That's amazing. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it was the same when with, you know, didn't it, the it's chemo like the worked boo. incredibly yeah. on, on Danielle. Yeah. When you see that and physical change. That's what, when you see the like, change for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like worth the awfulness yeah. of it. Don't knock it till you try it. I mean, <laughs> don't Chemo. try it. But <laughs> yes. You know what I mean. Chemo's I'm sorry. I don't wish that upon anyone. Yeah. Good poor day. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, thank you so much for thank coming so and much. sharing. Yes. And it was awesome meeting you and hearing your story. Thank you yeah. so much. Well, you got to come back. Yeah. Oh bring Noah and I Maria. Yes. I would love to, and they would love to meet you. Oh my God, we want to meet them. Yeah. So bad. In pink pink Jaguar jumpsuits. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She'll bring so... you pink Jaguar jumpsuits. <laughs> oh my God. So great. Does uh, Noah have one? Uh, <laughs> Is there like a little Do you have a family? Like, There's plenty of jumpsuits, but no pink Jaguar ones. <laughs> That's uh, why we need to get him one. You have yeah. to get him one. That would be awesome. Oh my God. <laughs> Is he dressing up for Halloween? I don't know. No? I mean, we haven't really been like, pl- like, like. I don't know. It's been weird. It's kind yeah, of been kind of a sure. whirlwind recently. Yeah, of course. But, like this has been the first year I haven't really like thought. I haven't really thought about it or yeah. anything like that. Understandable. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> um, so you want to keep like some sort of yes, normalcy. I bought him like, a bunch of Halloween toys. Yeah, I actually, okay. right before here, I went mm-hmm. over to the oh. Perky Nerd, the Perky Nerd Coffee Shop. It's like half a mile away. Perky Nerd. Shout out to them, dude. They're so <laughs> Let's chill. Let's go after this. We need coffee. I know. I know. I love all these. I know. Like shouting everybody! They, got, they have cold brew coffee, toys, and comic books. So. Oh my god! Sounds like that kind of place. So yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah. What did you get him from there? Uh, I got him a bunch of little like Halloween toys, and Amazing. so yeah, yeah. So we're, we're we're keeping it in the spirit, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. Um, well, I just wanted to say because Danielle's mom also was a guest of ours and she was talking about how like there's no point in not being just 100% hopeful mm-hmm. it's 2017 baby yeah. you know yeah preach. like keep your preach. eye keep yeah. your eye on the prize because that's right stage mm-hmm. four patients have been cured left and right that's right yeah you know? met multiple more that. so every day that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. totally so. I mean we're fully confident you know in our in our plan and I think that you just kind of find you, you find your confidence in your own plan. Mm-hmm. Whatever the mm-hmm. plan is that you come up with your team and your doctors and your inner circle, and then you just stick to that, dude. And you just cocoon yourself in positivity, and that's it. And there's just... And, like, yeah, again, like, meeting Tracy of Can of Kids. Oh, my gosh. Like everything that. has just been unreal. And yeah, doctor, my mom always says, like, head... everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for real, like... Yeah, it, totally. It, there's some Violet truth to agree. that. Yep. There's some truth to it. I know. Oh, you got to meet Violet. <laughs> We're going to merge families. Oh, I, love, I would love to. She, oh sounds, my gosh, she's great. she sounds rad. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're behind you. We support you. Mm-hmm. Oh Shout out to you guys. Hey. Yeah. Shout out to you over Shout there. Out <laughs> Shout out to Eric Capone, baby. Yeah. Maria, Maria and Noah. Shout out to Noah. 
Yeah. Shout out to Noah. Man. Yeah. He's All the shout outs to What a man. Noah. He's a badass. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. He is. <sighs> we normally uh, howl with my dog. <laughs> When we end, but, my, <laughs> but he's not here. Ready? But he's not here. <laughs> he's not here. Oh, what if he was? Poor little Bob. Little we Bob left him at home. Maybe he'll howl at home. Maybe he'll he can sense us, us if we go. Oh, yeah. he'll oh. sense us. Oh. This, we, he's the dog. The dog here. Not here. Not here. Sorry, so guys. dumb. Um, but you know what? Hold your friends. Yeah, Eric hands. was down. Yeah. Aww. Hold your friends' hands. Yeah, yeah. Hug your friends. Hug your friends. Check Get ice cream if you want. Check your boobs. Touch your friends' boobs. Check your wife's boobs. Yes. Check your wife's boobs. Yes. And if your kid is having like a limp and there's something that's happening, like don't be so sure about your pediatrician. (laughs) Just remind them. Mm -hmm. I know this isn't very common and it might hurt their ego, but like take things like for us as if you have a kid take it take take the thing seriously when you're really young take it seriously. Trust your gut. You had a feeling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get a second opinion. That's right. All of that. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Eric. Thanks Thank for you. hanging Thanks out with us. Thank you so much. Okay, bye, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs> thanks for listening. Special thanks to our lovely Lauren Naylor for her amazing portraiture skills and creating our cover art, to our sweet boy, Tom Odo, for our lovely music, and a great many thanks to my you caring supporters and donors. Octavio and Araceli Yerena, Lourdes Garcia, Sylvia and George Oliveros, Celsa Prado. You can follow my blog at wellthissucks.me. Follow us on Instagram at WTS Podcast, Facebook at WTS The Podcast. And if you like what you heard, please, please, please subscribe, rate, and review. Yeah, thanks. Love you.